Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to Unquestionable with Calvin Smith. I'm your host, Calvin. I have a really interesting guest lined up for you tonight. I have Miss Debbie Solaris. Debbie is a ET contactee, interdimensional traveler, and galactic historian. And after a fateful extraterrestrial contact experience a few years ago, Debbie claims she awakened to her true star lineage and higher calling. Through her ancestral connection with the Akashic Records, She's supposedly been receiving downloads of galactic historical information and universal spiritual knowledge ever since. She feels that it's a big part of her mission while here on Earth to help awaken others to their own true divine selves and cosmic origins. This is going to be a really fun talk tonight, guys. I'm excited to get into it, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. And if you're interested in more talks like this, you got to make sure to follow me on Spotify, Google... Apple Podcasts, Breaker, anywhere you guys listen to your podcasts, you should be able to find me. And you can also check me out on Facebook, Unquestionable with Calvin Smith. I'm on Instagram at Unquestionable Podcast. And uh, I'm also on Discord now, so I'll make sure to link my Discord in the podcast description here. So make sure to follow me on Discord, and I'll make sure to post there as much as I do on Instagram and Facebook. But for now, thank you for listening, guys, and I hope that you enjoy the interview. Miss Debbie, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm just, uh, you know, technology is always kind of fun, but yes. um, yeah, until it doesn't work. But um, no, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for your patience and for having me here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I'm, I'm really excited to get to know a little bit more about you because I found yeah. you not too long ago. Um, maybe about the time that I sent you your email, I think it was only a day or two after I sent you that initial email or Facebook or Instagram yeah, no, that, no, uh, you that I me, found you. You booked me on pretty quick, so yeah. I, was, I was really impressed. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Absolutely. Um, so as I, as I kind of mentioned before, I have your bio as a clip at the beginning here. Um, okay. Just for some people who may have skipped past that or uh, maybe just want a little bit more information. Can you give me just a little bit of uh, background on who you are, what you do, um, the kind of work that you do? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, well, my, my work's kind of unusual. I think I'm, I'm kind of like a niche in my own, my, my own sense. But, uh, uh, but I, my name is Debbie Solaris, and uh, I started doing this work a few years ago uh, after I had an ET contact experience. So, um, and it seemed like, uh, before that I was not psychic or, or had any kind of extrasensory mm -hmm. perception type skills. But then after that, it was like, everything came online. Uh, I am a galactic historian, a Akashic records reader. Um, I, I also do, um, I call myself a starseed intuitive. So, you know, I do intuitive work with starseeds and other light workers. Uh, but, um, and, I'm, I, and I'm an ET contactee. So um, that's me in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Um, I understand you're also on the, uh, the Gaia program. Fair. When was the last time you were on the Gaia program? Was that kind of recently? Um, yes. Uh, my first, uh, my, my first show on Gaia was on Beyond Belief. And that was, that was aired back in October. Um, I recently did another taping on Open Minds with Regina Meredith. 
And that show is actually going to be airing on June 10th. So that oh, so next okay. week. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I might have to tune um, into that. Yeah, then I'm doing another taping on June 11th with uh, Beyond Belief again. So, you know, okay. so they, they, I guess they liked they liked me. They wanted me to come back. So, um, right. and then I'm, I, and I think I might do another show on Open Mind. So it looks like I'm becoming a regular on Gaia. Yeah, that's very cool. That's that's really yeah. interesting. I'm I'm pretty jealous actually that <laughs> you get to just yeah. you know yeah, get on these cool is, TV uh, programs that have tons of viewers and get to just tell your story essentially. That's, that's oh, I know it is. It, it's kind of fun. Yeah, and and you get the star treatment while you're there. They treat yeah. you like a VIP. Yeah, they. They even send a driver to pick you up. I mean, really? it's really, oh yeah, oh yeah. Wow. It's, uh, even though I'm local, um, uh, you know, I I live maybe about an hour's drive from their headquarters because I, I live just south of Denver and they're in Boulder um, or just south of Boulder. And they, they'll send a driver to pick you up. And I'm like, damn, this is pretty nice. I don't need to worry <laughs> about, you know, fighting traffic or getting up there, you know, yeah. so. Wow, yeah. that's, that's really awesome. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, so you kind of mentioned a couple minutes ago that, that you're an ET contactee. Yeah. Um, can you give me a little bit of uh, background on the, I guess, on the ET contact? Uh, do you have a story on how exactly that happened or do you know um, what yeah, ET yeah. contacted you? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting story actually. Uh, and it happened back in 2012. Uh, before that, I was a total non-believer. I didn't believe in any of this sort of thing. Um, my 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 husband was more into the paranormal and you know UFOs. Um, right. You know, I just casually would sometimes read some of you know the articles that he would read, but um, I wasn't I wasn't a believer. I was actually a pretty much a skeptic. And yeah. uh, back in two thousand and twelve. Um, I think the, our country was going through a lot of transition. The world was going through a lot of transition because it was the, the ending of the Mayan calendar. Right. And, right. and I think, uh, uh, you know, my husband and I were also going through some transitions. We're, you know, moving to a different place and there was a lot kind of going on. And so I was really worried. Um, I'm, I, I tend to be a worrier. I'm not so much any, not a warrior, but a worrier. You know, so, <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, so um, I can be a warrior too, but, but back then it was more like a wor worrier. But, uh, okay. um, but back in the day, I guess the, back then I was worried about the planet. I was worried about the economic situation, the political spectrum, you know, what was going on with the, with the planet. And, uh, and so I, one night, I think it was in May, 2012, I, I had a sleepless night. I was sending out prayers to the universe that, you know, we needed divine um, intervention here on earth. And, uh, and I prayed to every kind of higher dimensional being I can think of, um, you know, including the ascended masters, angels, um, the angelic realm, I don't know, uh, Jesus, Mother Mary, you know. So you know, you're a Christian yourself? Um, I was raised uh, Roman Catholic, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so, uh, um, and uh, also the Galactic Brothers and Sisters. And I didn't even, wasn't even sure if they existed. I just kind of threw them in the, in the pile, you know. So um, about um, two weeks after I sent off my prayer, and of course, nothing happened after that. You know, I thought, oh, well, you had another player mm -hmm. that you know, nobody heard, you know, so right. 
Um, I had a minor back surgery and I was recovering at home. Um, this was like a few days after the surgery. And uh, I went to sleep as normal. But when I came to, I was found myself in a different consciousness that um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like everything was crystal clear. The colors were brilliant. Everything was so crystal clear and beautiful that I, I just couldn't, um, I just couldn't believe it, you know, um, it was, and as I was looking around, it looked like an extraterrestrial starship. I mean, it, it felt like it was a starship. Uh, what makes but you say it that? It wasn't, what's that? What makes you say that? Uh, that, that um, you think that it was some sort of starship? Starship, um, just the way it was configured, I guess. Uh, it seemed like a starship, except it wasn't metallic. Okay. You know, what kind of yeah, material so was it? What's that? Do you know what kind of material it was? It looked like light and plasma. It was some some sort of material I have never seen before. Okay. It was very fluid. Um, so everything would kind of just, I don't know, uh, would, would shift and change as needed, uh, which okay. I thought was interesting. I got you. Uh, and the other thing that I noticed about, about the ship was that it seemed very organic, like just shifting and changing. And it seemed like it was a sentient being because it seemed like it was reading my thoughts and it was directing me towards someplace. So I just kind of followed along with the ship. And, and then I found myself in this big um, orientation room of some sort. Okay. And uh, when I, when I, entered the orientation room, I noticed that there were extraterrestrial beings in, in the orientation room. And uh, these beings didn't look human, okay? They, they, looked, uh, they looked like aliens, um, but they like, didn't they look like, like great aliens, so. Okay, yeah. so they didn't have like the big bulbous eyes and you know they weren't like little gray men or anything? No, they had bigger heads, um, definitely bigger eyes, but their eyes had pupils and irises. So that's what told me they weren't gray aliens. Cause usually with the grays, you just see kind of this, the black eyes. Um, uh, they looked smaller. I mean, they were probably about my height. I'm about five foot. Right. Um, maybe even smaller than that. Um, but they had huge auras. Their auras were huge and they had multicolors in their auras. So their, their auras were so bright, I couldn't even look at them directly. I had to kind of glance at them okay. on my periphery, right. you know. Um, right. uh, but they, they seemed like really beautiful beings. And I wasn't afraid because they were emitting all this love energy. You know, it was, uh, they just seemed kindly and, you know, and loving. I don't know. It's kind of, I know it sounds kind of dorky, but that's, that was my impression, you know, but, okay. uh, so I was, I was trying to figure out what, what the heck's going on, you know, I mean, what's, what is this? And I was formulating questions in my head. And before I could even ask the questions out loud, they were answering my questions through telepathy. Wow. Um, so I was asking, you know, where am I? What is this? Um, uh, who are you? Why am I here? You know, the typical questions. Mm -hmm. yep. And they were answering them really quickly. And I was surprised that they understood my language, you know, because I was speaking English. And, yeah. and, and they were, were responding. Aloud, or were you just 
thinking um, these questions? No, I, I didn't even speak them aloud. They, I okay. was just thinking of them. And even before I could finish the question, they were answering my questions. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was too, through telepathy of some sort. Right. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is kind of weird. Yeah. I, and at first I was kind of surprised, like, you know, what's going on? I could speak telepathy, you know, what's going on here? Um, and they were responding to me in English, you know, I mean, as far, I mean, or some, or some sort of translation through telepathy, I don't know, but, um, uh, but then, uh, basically they were answering my questions uh, saying that they were Arcturians from Arcturus and they even had like a hologram within the room that showed me where um Arcturus was located on a star map and I mean it was really pretty pretty expansive experience I mean uh because as they were speaking to me they were they were using the hologram to, I guess, visually illustrate what they were telling me. So it was really amazing. And I, I asked a lot of questions. It felt like I was there for a long time. I, I was just asking one question after another. And it was mostly about what's happening on planet Earth. Um, you know, what's the significance of religion? What's the significance of politics? You know, why are things the way they are? Mm -hmm. And they, they answered me very patiently. Um, and uh, they did have a sense of humor. Like sometimes they'd crack a joke here and there, which I thought was kind of cute. Mm -hmm. um, it made me feel like, you know, they were good beings. You know, they weren't, you know, negative beings. Um, but basically what they told me was that everything on planet earth in the third dimension is an illusion. So, and they said this to me like five times, they used the word illusion, which I didn't understand at the time, but now right, I kind yeah. of understand it. You know, um, the thing about being in the higher realms, like when you're, when I was in that ship, it was definitely a higher dimension everything is crystal clear. It's like, it's even more clear than how you and I are seeing each other right now. Mm -hmm. And you see like energy coming off of things and you're seeing, uh, you know, colors, um, you know, brilliant colors. Uh, it's, it, it's almost trippy, but, but it isn't. Um, it, it just feels like everything is, the, the frequencies are more amplified. And I call it kind of like a hyper reality, like, like things seem like they're hyper real instead of just real, real, you know, or 3D real, you know. So okay. uh, um, just to kind of give us some time with other questions, I'm going to kind of speed yeah. up the story a sure. little yeah, bit. No but, um, but basically these beings showed me around the ship. Mm -hmm. um, the ship was huge. It was city sized. Um, there was other types of extraterrestrial beings on board the ship there was like hundreds of them mm -hmm. um and uh they took me to one room that they called the sleeping room and when i walked in the room turned purple and it showed asian landscapes and i was like what what's this and they said well it's what you find relaxing so the room is responding to you Okay. And then they kind of let me loose and I was kind of wandering the ship on my own. And I came, uh, I came upon this huge atrium, which was kind of like the center point of the ship. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a converging point because there was many different levels and there was hundreds of extraterrestrial beings. And what I noticed was most of the extraterrestrial beings looked humanoid at least on board this ship. Um, okay. So you didn't see any crazy beings like you would see like in, you know, say 
Star Star Wars or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. You know, most of them looked more or less humanoid. I would say with you know I, I have variations in skin tone or height. Uh, you know, um, uh, but you can definitely tell they weren't Earth humans. They were um, uh, you know extraterrestrials. Uh, and the atrium had light shafts that would take these beings from one end of the room to another, kind of randomly. Um, and I saw the light shaft and I thought, wow, it'd be so cool to ride on one of those and see mm -hmm. where it takes me, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so, so I, I got onto one of the light shafts and it kept throwing me off. Like I couldn't figure out why is it throwing me okay. off? Everybody else is getting on there and, you know, transporting themselves, right. you know? So I, um, there was a, a being that looked Pleiadian, you know, now that I know more about extraterrestrials, I, you know, I could probably, you know, he looked like a Pleiadian being. I, he never told me he was Pleiadian, but, um, uh, but as I, when I got thrown off the third time, he caught me and, and I, I looked up and I saw him and I, and he telepathically told me, you're not doing it correctly. You need to, think about where you want to go first before you step on the light shaft and and it, the light shafts kind of looked like rainbow color it was really mm -hmm. kind of pretty but um uh and I said okay I guess um I guess I'll do it your way you know because obviously yeah. you know what you're doing right and so so I set an intention of I want to go exactly there and I stepped on the light shaft and it was transporting me um, across this big space and the next thing I knew I woke up and I was in my bed um, I I believe it was an out-of-body experience okay so I wasn't like physically there M maybe my consciousness was there right uh, but when I looked at myself, when I was on board the ship, I looked like myself. I mean, I had a body, you right. know, um, my body looked like my body. I was looking at my hands, my hands looked like my hands. Um, but you see any other humans there? Mm -mm, not oh. earth humans, no. Nope. Um, right. I did see humanoids, but not, not earth humans. Okay. Yeah. Um, so essentially your story, um, so basically after this experience, you you essentially started on on the work that you do today uh, am i correct on that yeah it, it took a while i think um after this happened i didn't i didn't really tell very many people except for maybe my husband and a couple of friends right and because right. i was just trying to figure out what happened I, yeah. I thought maybe i'd gone crazy or something yeah and right uh and I think it took a couple of years for me to process what happened to me and to get more information. Um, I did a lot of research on my own and uh, I started taking a lot of spiritual classes to kind of understand, you know, I think the concepts of spirituality and how this all kind of fits in. And, uh, and I went through a period of depression. You know, when, you, when you're in the higher dimensional realms, it's kind of like similar to going through an NDE where you know, you're, you've, you've died and you're in some other realm and then you get transported back to 3D and then you're really depressed for a while because you, you got to experience the higher dimensions. That's kind of how, what happened to me where I, I, I fell into a depression because um, I didn't really want to be back. You know, I would yeah. rather be there, you know. So, uh, 
but yeah, it, I mean, I think eventually um, I started realizing that my extrasensory perception was increasing like a hundredfold, like, um, like I was starting to see auras, uh, you know, I was starting to okay. um, read, sometimes read people's thoughts, you know, sometimes, you know, I was picking up information, I was getting downloads of galactic information. All of a sudden I knew about astronomy. I knew about all these different star systems and never, you know, never really studied them, never studied astronomy. Right, um, right. And it was just like, where is this information coming from? You know, and so, um, and eventually I started taking more and more classes and I, I took some classes in, you know, my, my hometown in, in Colorado, I live in Castle Rock, which is just south of Denver. And uh, I was talking to my spiritual teacher and she mentioned that she, th she thought I was getting information from the Akashic Records. And I didn't even know at that time what the Akashic Records were. Um, and then she suggested that maybe I take an Akashic, reading, Akashic Records reading course, which I did. And I just found I had a natural ability for it. So, okay. so that's kind of what got me. So, uh, you know, started um, okay. into doing this work. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Well, that's, that's definitely, um, you know, for sure, if, if I had an experience like you, I definitely would be in the same boat of needing to know you know, what happened to me, what I experienced, whether it was, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, I, that's, I mean, that's, that's a pretty life-changing experience if it, you know, if it's a true experience for sure. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, so I like to do these, these little thought experiments. And if you don't okay, mind, gotcha. I'd like okay. to, to do one with you. Okay. Um, okay. So on a scale from zero to a hundred percent, how confident are you that you really had an extraterrestrial contact experience? Um, like we're 100% being, there's no doubt in my mind, 100%, there's nothing that could change my mind and 0% being, there's absolutely no way. Where would you put yourself on that scale? 100%. 100%. Okay. What makes you, I guess I kind of know what makes you so confident, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I kind of know, is there anything that could change your mind? Um, I guess if there was like tangible proof that maybe I was just having a crazy dream or, right, right. you know, or that, uh, maybe there was, uh, some biochemical reason why, you know, I had this mm -hmm. experience, then I would doubt it. But, um, just, you know, from the research I've done and from, I guess my own inner work and how my life dramatically changed mm -hmm. after that experience, I would say a hundred percent. Okay. Um, yeah interesting okay yeah um and then i'll just throw one more small thought experiment in there so okay gotcha if uh i just like to do these so if if i said that i had a red lamborghini uh, mm -hmm. would you believe me um i wouldn't have any reason not to believe you because i don't know whether what kind of car you have so right right yeah okay. so, what if um, i pulled out my keys and there was the nice shiny lamborghini emblem on this set of keys, would your confidence change at all? Um, I mean, I, there would be some doubt, but okay. What I if mean, I put the I don't keys know, and I, I, I clicked in there or something? And I, you know, you might even have you might have a Lamborghini, but sure. I mean, there'd be a little bit of doubt until I saw it, but um, okay. but 
I mean, you could be just having, you could, you could just have a Lamborghini keychain. You know, I've, I've seen people do that before, but right. um, now yeah. what if our last one is if I brought you out to the parking lot and mm -hmm. I took the keys out and I clicked it and you heard the little beep beep, mm -hmm. would you still, would you believe me? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. that's that's pretty much it that's the whole experiment it's okay, not really okay. it's not yeah, like a no, gotcha I, or anything like that it's just a simple no, no, kind I, of test to see where someone uh gauges their like faith to evidence kind of um, yeah no i get state, it yeah you know? um, um yeah and it's, honestly it's i don't really have any tangible proof of sure. what happened you know yeah. and i don't think most you know extraterrestrial uh you know abductees do have any tangible proof you know it's right. basically you know their story and uh and it's up to i guess whoever hears their story whether or not they choose you know as a conscious being to believe them you know so okay. and i always tell people you don't have to believe me you know <laughs> i mean it's right. it's my experience you know yeah. it's what you know i've you know i've been telling the story you know now for since you know 2012 yeah. you know but um uh you know it's my experience um um, but yeah, I, I do think something happened, you know, I think okay. uh, just because of the way things looked when I was there, it was so right. crystal clear, it was so, um, and just the way I felt afterwards, and how it how it changed me that I do think something happened. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so you're, you are able to currently access the Akashic records, like you're able. Oh, yeah, to I do it all. I do it every day, every okay. day. <laughs> yes. Have you, um, now I'm just asking these questions because I myself, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a skeptic myself. I'm not yeah, sure gotcha, exactly yeah, what yeah. I believe in. I just like to ask people questions and maybe yeah. they know some information that I don't that might change my mind. Yeah. Um. So have you ever tried like getting hooked up to any type of medical equipment and then accessing the akashic records while you're connected to this medical equipment to see how your levels may be affected? And maybe no, but that would be testing. a really super, super cool experiment. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's something that I, I feel like that'd be a really interesting content for you. You know, if maybe you did that for, for one of your programs or something like that. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe find some really crazy stuff, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it would be, yeah, no, I'd be, I would be up for doing something like that. Cause I think that would be super cool to see if <laughs> anything changed or, you know, if it's, you know, basically stuff that just, I think is happening, but, um, but, but no, I think they've done experiments like that before when people have been meditating and mm -hmm. they find, you know, changes in the brain, you know, so, right. okay. so to me, connecting with the Akashic records is not a whole lot unlike meditating. So okay. I would imagine that there'd be some brain changes, but I don't know. I mean, we haven't tried it yet. So, um, Okay. Yeah, I'd yeah. be down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I'm yeah. not sure exactly what even the protocol would be or what we would hook you up to or anything. I'm no doctor myself, but I don't know. I just thought it, it might be something interesting uh, for you to try out maybe in the future. I have to you ask know. my doctor friends. If, yeah. Um, there you go. Ask them if they they know what what kind of equipment and if if it's even feasible that we could ever do an experiment like that. Yeah, that would be cool to put like on a video or something. And, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess, uh, so, so you help other people out with the Akashic yeah. records, you, yeah. you do Akashic readings for other people. Absolutely. Um, yes. How exactly does that work? 
Okay, um, that's a great question. Like a short. Um, I mean, if it's too long, you know, the oh no, no, it's not, it's not a long, long answer. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, you're all right. So, um, so basically, what I do is um, I do like a little bit of a ritual in the beginning where um, I'm I'm creating this like uh, shaft of light between myself and the higher realms and. Um, and I'm usually connecting with that person's heart space. Um, so I connect my heart chakra with theirs and it's all kind of energetic. Uh, then I do a little bit of a space clearing cause you know, obviously we just want to higher vibrations around us. Um, and then I do the traditional pathway prayer process where I use the person's full name and their birth date to access their records. And usually I feel like a little bit of a, like an energetic shift in my head when I know that I've connected. It's mm. kind of hard to explain. It's like a little bit of a, a tingling or a twitch yeah, or like, click type of like, like, like a click or yeah. yeah. And, and then boom, I'm in their records. Um, mm. And um, usually it kind of plays out like a, like a movie. It's like, okay. it's like grabbing a, picking out a, a video on Netflix and, Interesting. and you're seeing a movie. And, and so I'm just, uh, you know, observing that person's movie pretty much okay so yeah. do you like read those and then um essentially tell people uh, like what do you what do you tell people from watching these um experiences in in their records what exactly do you convey to the people um for the most part i'm you know with the style i guess or the you know my my process or the style i do these readings um I'm trying to start at the very beginning. So, um, so it's kind of like I'm rewinding, you know, their, their Akashic record to when, when they were first, um, had their first inception as a soul and, uh, and where was the first place they had a physical incarnation? You know, what, what was the beginning of their story? Um, and because I'm a galactic Akashic reader, I go way beyond earth records. So okay. I go into, you know, maybe when they were, their soul was first formulating as part of an oversoul or, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. And, uh, and then where did they incarnate into, uh, you know, what star systems, you know, what dimensions, you know, what were they doing? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. what were they like? What did they look like? Um, and, uh, the majority of us were kind of like etheric souls that I think in the beginning we were separated from source and, you know, we were looking to have um, different experiences. So, um, you know, so becoming more physical was really exciting to us back mm -hmm. in those days. Nowadays we look back and it's like, God, I wish I was, you know, light being again, or I wish I was this or that. And, and, but back then it was like, it was really exciting to be physical because it was a new experience right, and it right. was, you know, um, so, um, so a lot of people, most of the people I work with, um, you know, cause most of us here on earth, you know, we're connected with certain star systems. So I usually tend to work with the same 10 or 15 star systems, you know, even though there's a probably hundreds of thousands of star systems yeah. and extraterrestrial beings out there. Mm -hmm. Um, these are the ones that are most invested in, you know, the earth, um, experience. So, um, 
And I do believe that a lot of us that have incarnated on planet Earth at this time, I wouldn't say every single person, but a lot of us are older souls that came originally from other star systems, you know, that are, or, or at least our soul came from other star systems or had experiences in our other star systems. So, so a lot of times my clients want to know, where am I from? What am I like? What's my skills? What's my, you know, life purpose, you know? So these are, these are the type of questions I'm answering for them. And, uh, and it, this reading can be very much life-changing. Uh, I mean, because now you have, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I was just, I was going to ask, have you ever been wrong on an Akashic reading? Like, have you ever read something from somebody or they said that doesn't resonate with me or that doesn't sound, I mean, is, is there yeah, like a, a level I would say of more than a handful of times hand. I mean, I'm not, I'm human. I'm not perfect. Um, sure. I don't get it right every time. Um, I'll be the first to admit that. Okay. Um, yeah, there's been a handful of times where people have told me, you know, I don't like what you told me, or I don't resonate with it, or, um, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I just tell them, you know, hey, I'm human, I'm sorry, you had a bad experience, you know, um, you know, but I would say the, I would say 90, 97% of the time, people have say they love their readings, they, they really resonate with it, they, um, they feel that they had, they got, you know, some, something of value from it. So I would say, um, I get mostly positive feedback, not occasionally some negative, but not, not very often. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you think that it's possible that someone could take what you say maybe the wrong way and, uh, act, I guess, negatively towards the information that you've told them? Mm. I'm not sure what you mean by take it the wrong way. Um, well, I'm not 100% sure on exactly how, you know, you uh, yeah. convey your readings to people. But I guess is there, um, do people take things, I guess, if you say something to them, could they take it um, as, as a negative thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This happened before. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say very often. Um, recently, I had a client that I think she was asking me, you know, am I going to she was estranged from her son and she asked mm. if she was going to, um, you know, reconnect with him. And I told him it wasn't going to happen for a while. And mm -hmm. she got really upset at, at my answer. Yeah. So, um, okay. so yeah, I guess it, it can happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause the, the reason I ask that is because, um, I think that, that honestly, um, you know, for me, if, if it works for you, you know, go ahead and do it. I don't, you know, even though I'm a skeptic and an atheist and all this and, um, yeah. I still think people should do whatever is going to make them happy in the end. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that it's possible that um, you 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 could be telling people these experiences and um, not quite sure where I was going with that? <laughs> you could be telling these people these experiences and they're not, I guess, wanting to believe you. Um, do they? I mean, why um, should they believe um, just this person who says that they can access the records of their ancestors? Um, is there a way that we can verify that that you would be telling them the truth? Well, I guess it's it's based on um, whether or not somebody resonates with the work I do. Okay. Okay. Um, so most people that. 
um, come to me resonate um, either through, you know, listening to me on Gaia or, yeah. you know, some interview. There's something about what I say, you know, during my interviews or, or you know, or maybe they see my website or whatever that sparks an interest or sparks uh, something that they want to know more. Okay. Um, so to me, it's more of an energetic thing. Um, Okay. that, you know, maybe not, that don't necessarily have proof that, oh yeah, everything I'm telling you is, you know, exactly a hundred percent true. But, right. um, but a lot of times how I see it, and I, no, and I always tell my clients this, what I'm telling you is my interpretation of what I'm getting from the records, you know, so maybe it's not a hundred percent true, but because it's going through the filter of my frame of reference, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm having to interpret what I'm seeing, but, right. but, um, and I, you know, and I, usually I'll tell them that, you know, I'll, you know, say, Hey, you know, this is just my interpretation of what I'm seeing in your records, but this is what I'm seeing. This is how I'm seeing it. So they know that there's some room for, I guess, interpretation maybe. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so, so that would lead me into my next question, which would be, okay. If let's say I went to you and you did an Akashic reading for me and I just didn't believe a word you said, how can I learn to channel if I wanted to know through my own interpretation, is there a way, can anyone channel the Akashic records? Oh, absolutely. I, okay. I tell people that all the time. It's like, I don't really have, it's not like I have any special abilities beyond anybody else. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know, for some reason, there was something that was activated in me after my extraterrestrial contact experience, but I believe that these are skills that all humans are going to have, you know, at, when, when we develop them, you know, or when we practice them. Uh, so, right. yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping to teach a galactic Akashic reading course by the end of this year. So, um, so that other people can do exactly what I do. And, it's, it's mainly practice. Um, you know, there is like a ritual aspect of it where, you know, you're, um, you're connecting your energies to the higher realms mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you, obviously you want to keep your vibration really high, you know, so that you can meet those, you know, higher realms, you know, uh, on some level, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's not hard. It's, I mean, that's, Okay. Uh, I think it just takes practice because usually what happens is people will access the records and they'll get a flood of images and information and they have a hard time interpreting all of it because it's too much all at once. Gotcha. Um, so a lot of times what I, what, what I'm trying to train people in doing is, you know, just take one image and just follow the story of that image rather than trying to figure out everything that's going on. Okay. Um, yeah, I gotcha. But yeah, you absolutely can do it. I, I, I have no doubt. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let me ask: Do you believe in like an afterlife, or do you think that it's, um, I guess, essentially just reincarnation? Um, you know, right when you I, die. I, I do believe it. Obviously, with the kind of work I do, I do believe in reincarnation. But okay. um, but yeah, I do think there's an afterlife. I do think there's a reincarnation, so, you know, process. Uh, um. And, you know, there's certain, I guess, interdimensional beings that are involved with this process, you know, whether you want to call them angels or, you know, right. higher dimensional beings or whatever, but, um, uh, but yeah, I do believe in that. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm not at all trying to 
to be rude, this is a question that someone wanted me to ask you is, have okay. you, have you, after you had that ET experience, did you sought after any psychiatric evaluations or um, did mm -hmm. you, okay, you did? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've gone to therapy. I've, okay. I've talked to, you know, psychotherapists and usually, um, you know, they, they say I'm mentally okay, you know, okay. so yeah, sure. you know, I mean, it's not like I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a military veteran, you know, I've had a oh, long time career awesome. working in public health. And so I, I, I would say I'm a credible witness, I guess, yeah. or a credible um, person, but uh, you know, I had a long, I have a long time relationship with my husband and, you know, so I'm, I, so by all any means, um, um, I'm probably would you would look at me and think, wow, she looks like a you know, normal person, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, cause I mean, I'll say I've talked to a couple people that, um, that have had similar experiences to yours yeah. and like, they're different and how you know i don't know how to put it as to like they present themselves differently but like you you know if i were to just meet you on the street you know i wouldn't think that you have these abilities or had this experience oh no yeah i mean like I, that. it's yeah very interesting a lot of people i think a lot of people come to me because i seem so normal yeah you know yeah very I mean, down to earth yeah you know like you know they say i'm yeah you know you, you seem really down to earth you're a navy veteran you know you you know you you know you have a college degree you know you do this and that you have all these accomplishments you know you know earthly accomplishments yeah. and 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 so i think that's what helps them maybe to make me a little more trustworthy maybe you yeah. know that i am you know trying at least trying to be authentic um, a lot of people call me the real deal um, okay. I think I'm the real deal, but you know, I don't know, maybe other people that don't believe in this would think I'm pretty wacky, but, um, but I, yeah, you know, I've, I've gone, I've gone to therapy, you know, I've gone, I've talked to psychotherapists about my experience and a lot of times they don't really have an explanation for it. You know, they just say, you know, it was an interesting experience, you know, and, you know, obviously it made, possible? you know, it changed you in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that I'm it's sorry. possible that you you could have clinged on to this narrative of an ET contact because um, you were going through some hard times, you were going through some depression at, at back in the 2010s, and you know you were scared with the Mayan calendar and and you know all that craziness that went on um, around that time? Is it possible that you could have clinged on to this narrative out of fear? Um, it's possible, but. The, the experience was so fantastic. I don't think I could have made it up. You okay. know, it was just so, I mean, just even the details of what happened. I mean, what I told you was kind of like just a, a brief overview of yeah, the story, yeah. but. Right. Um, and I mean, I've, I've heard most of your story. Like I listened to a couple podcasts that yeah, you've exactly, on and, yeah. you know, so I've, I've heard your story a couple of times, um, yeah. but it yeah. was just, uh, it was just like, you know, when I think back on it, I think, I don't think I could have made that up, you know. I, I mean, I, I don't have that that good of an imagination, but um, but yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's. I mean, I think anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I wouldn't rule anything out at this point. Yeah. But uh, um, but you know, it. Uh, but I do believe something happened. You know, whether or not it was really an ET contact experience, or whether you know it was some sort of interdimensional experience. You know, so. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to ask you about this too. 
what are your thoughts on the current do you watch like the news or are you uh with the media and everything right now i don't know do you watch tv um, i try to avoid mainstream media <laughs> okay. honestly i was just gonna ask because i don't know if you're familiar with the current like ufo uap phenomena going on right now with the yeah. the different videos and um you know abduction cases what are oh, your yeah. thoughts oh, yeah. on the current phenomena with like this ufo report supposedly being released sometime this month and with all these crazy videos of ufos I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think we're going through a process of maybe uh, um, being exposed to a lot more disclosure now than we've had in past in the past. Okay, um, I think in the, before in the past these things were happening, but it was being hidden. Mm-hmm. And now, because I think more people are awakening, more people are asking questions. You know, more people are interested in the paranormal and in, in, in UFOs that I think people, you know, these governmental agencies are being forced, their hands are being forced, you know, they have to start releasing some more of this information. And, uh, um, and I think a lot of people personally are having their own ET contact experiences. I hear it a lot from my clients. I would say at least 60% of my clients had some sort of if not similar to mine, something, you know, like what I, what I went through. Okay. Uh, you know, so, um, so I think even people in themselves are, you know, they're either they're seeing UFOs or they're having some form of a contact with, um, you know, alternate dimensional beings. Um, um, as, as probably the reason why a lot of people come to me for readings, because they, they want to have some sort of explanation of what happened to them, you know, right, right. um, and a lot of times through the records, I can kind of see what happened to them. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing the information you can get from the records. Okay. So yeah. um, why would, um, would these, the, there's been a, an absurd amount of like alien ET, you know, contact and oh, yeah, cases yeah. and everything like that. Um, why would some cases mention the Akashic records and, and some others? Because people like, Travis Walton's abduction case. Uh, if, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Like he oh, I'm very familiar vivid, with it. I actually heard him speak once. So really, yeah. that's oh, I'm so jealous of that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, him on the show to have a conversation with him, but I haven't gotten a response back yet. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Travis, okay. if you're listening, come on my show. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, he didn't mention anything about the Akashic records. So do you think that the aliens? forgot to tell him about the Akashic records or um do you think that they they might have known about it at all um well his experience was more negative okay right. and then my my experience so 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 in the spectrum of you know I guess ET contact experiences his was negative and mine was like extremely positive I mean it was like you know, like, like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, so he probably didn't even get a chance to ask questions of these beings, yeah. of, you know, about, about the Akashic records. Um, and maybe they just felt like it, he, did, he didn't have a need to know, you know, so, you know, just never came up. Um, and even, you know, when I, I mean, when I was conversing with the Arcturians on board, you know, the starship that, you know, I guess I, I say that I was on, but, um, uh, 
they mentioned the Akashic records a couple of times, but I didn't even know what they were talking about at the time. I just remembered the, you right, know, the, the right. words, but, um, uh, but, you know, at the time I was still trying to, you know, I think figure out what the heck was going on, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I didn't even know what the Akashic records were until I would say, um, so my experience was in 2012, I'd say until 2014, then, then I knew what, what they were. Wow, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but um, do you, okay, so do you have like a religious standpoint right now? Or are you religious at all at the moment? Or um... I don't consider myself religious. Um, okay. I was brought up Roman Catholic, but I think even when I was growing up, I, I questioned religion a lot. Mm -hmm. it, it to me seemed a lot of it was kind of man-based um, interpretations of maybe mm -hmm. certain events that happened in the past that they attributed to, you know, godlike beings or whatever. But um, uh, but I do think um, you know because I do um, actually I did um, I I went to a you know Christian university so I do have I did take courses in you know New Testament and Old Testament okay. you know I've read the Bible you nice. know quite a few times um, but. I do think some of the stories that are in the Bible do have a basis in truth. Um, they might've been allegorical or they might've been, you know, maybe, um, you know, events that have occurred. Um, and it, but it was mainly kind of the interpretation of the writers, you know, so it's kind of like me accessing the records, you mm -hmm. know, you know, maybe I'm interpreting things through my frame of rest reference. They're interpreting, you know, these events through their frame of reference and, and so, um, but I do think, that, you know, some of the stories in the Bible and other religious texts, you know, like the Bhagavad Gita or, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, some, you know, some of the other, you know, the yeah. Islamic um, and uh, Hindu, Hindu Vedic texts um, probably have some basis in truth, you know, um, because it's probably something that happened that people were just trying to interpret and trying to understand what happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, that's really interesting. And I mean, that kind of leads back to like my, uh, my Lamborghini example a little bit. Yeah, gotcha. It's like, you know, people can say things, but the, it's like, it kind of is almost up to you, whether, whether you want to believe it or not. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That person telling you that experience and you know, how trustworthy is that person? But yeah, that, that was just kind of, <laughs> kind of where I was getting at, but, um, Oh yeah, no, I think it's, uh, you know, and I, I tell people all the time, you don't have to believe me. You know, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt my feelings if you don't believe me. Uh, but for some reason, my story resonates with enough people to their where they want to work with me, you know, yeah. so or they feel I mean, like I would I love to at some point get a reading from you just to kind of see because I, I got a psychic reading. I like paid for psychic reading. Me and my wife yeah. got psychic readings. I did an episode on that. And um, yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't really, you know, she she was um kind of a medium of sorts she, yeah, she gotcha, saw these yeah. spirit guides standing behind me and, and you know stuff like that and just the information that she was conveying to me wasn't I guess compelling um it okay. wasn't you know I was hoping to go in there and learn something that would change my mind essentially and, and oh it, gotcha yeah um so I mean I would love to do a reading with you at some point and, oh yeah uh, no I think it would be fun yeah, yeah I mean, I mean so, because um I mean, I've done the readings a few times for people that are skeptics and 
um, I would say more often than not, um, they would say like, oh yeah, there is something that resonates. You know, there's something mm -hmm. about what you're saying, even though they're, maybe they're not totally on board with the whole starseed phenomena or yeah. anything like that. Um, it, you know, a lot of times they'll say things like, you know, oh yeah, you know, there's something what you tell me that does resonate. It does, um, you know, align with who I am and right. Yeah. You know, so, um, uh, so yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to set that up at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to scroll through my notes here. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially all I've got, I guess, just one quick question is, is there any books or websites or workshops or anything like that, that you're working on that you maybe want to let the, the audience know to keep an eye out for and maybe where to oh, find yeah, on social yeah. media? Yeah, no, I think that'd be great. Uh, you know, if people are interested in the work that I do, I do have a website. Um, it's actually a, a, a really nice, nicely done website. I mean, even if I say so myself, but um, uh, it's, it's uh, debbiesolaris.com. So D-E-B-B-I-E-S-O-L-A-R-A-S.com. Um, um, there's a big galactic history section in there that people can read about the galactic history of different star systems. Um, people um, really seem to love that. Um, uh, I'm not taking readings quite at the moment, but I will be opening my calendar up probably sometime next week. So, um, so if you're on my site, just go to the booking page, you know, sign up to be notified. And, uh, usually, um, I tell you what, it, it kind of amazes me, but, um, my readings are so popular that I get booked out for two months within two hours. Wow. I mean, it's insane. I mean, I have people yeah. every day asking me, when are you going to open your calendar? When are you going to open your calendar? And I'm like, holy cow, you know. It's like, I just did. <laughs> yeah, I just I just opened my calendar. I, I can't take any more people, you know. So, right. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think when I had my first, um, when my show on Beyond Belief first aired on Gaia back in October, I think within cu a couple of days, I was booked out for six months. It was wow. insane. Um Really but now we're trying to do it in increments. So I don't, um, so at least my husband and I can take vacation every now and then. So I can, you know, plan my, my schedule a little better, but, um, but yeah, other people, I mean, the, the other thing they might want to check out is, um, I do have a training page, uh, under offerings on my website. So if you want to take trainings, we just have one webinar on there right now. It's, it's kind of like a pay for purview. So you just kind of pay, your 44 bucks and you get to watch, you know, my little webinar. Um, we're going to be doing more of those um, as uh, that the first one was so popular that we just, we just kind of put the video on Kajabi so people can access it all the time. Um, yeah. I also um, have a YouTube channel. So if you type Debbie Solaris, you'll find me. And if you want to know what a reading with me with, is really like, go on that um, YouTube channel and listen to the videos. And you'll get a really good idea of what the readings are like, and uh, they're pretty detailed. I mean, um, I don't know what how I channel in this information. I still don't really have an explanation of how I do what I do, but some of the so sometimes I'll listen to a recording afterwards. And I'm like, holy cow, did I say all that? It's like, <laughs> oh my god, you know, it's like, it's like, what was I talking about? You know, right. I mean, you know, it's just like it just kind of channels in, but. Um, but they are, they do tend to be really detailed. Um, and of course, you know, there's the Gaia shows. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so next week, you'll be able to see me on Open Minds with Regina yes. Meredith. Um, you know, I'll be 
uh, we'll, we're talking mostly about galactic history, which is pretty cool. Um, with George, I, uh, with the, his show, I talked mostly about, um, I think my ET contact experience, you know, so it's more focused on that. Um, I think on the next show I'm doing with him, we're going to talk more about galactic Akashic readings and how that impacts people's lives. So, um, so it'll be a little bit of a different topic, but, um, but yeah, there's, yeah, you can definitely, and I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook. So, you know, so you can find me. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, I'll make sure to, uh, to link everything that you said in the description of the podcast. And, uh, if this ends up going up on YouTube, I'll make sure to put it in the YouTube description and everything. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much going to be the show for today, but I mean, thank you, Debbie, so much for coming in today. I, I really had a great time learning more about you and the work that you do. And I think it's really interesting stuff and whether I believe it or not, or whether whoever listened to this believes it or not, I think that you're doing some pretty good stuff. I think uh, it's Thank not you. causing any harm to anybody. If it's helping people through hard times, just let you do it. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you do. That's you, how right? I see it. it. You know, that's how I see it too. It's like, whether or not what I do is real or not real, if it's helping people, if it's, you know, helping them improve their lives, then, yeah. you know, I, I, I think what, what, why not? You know, I mean, you know, even if people think I'm weird or crazy or whatever, I, I don't, I, I proudly uh, fly my starseed freak flag, you know, so, um, <laughs> you, you know, so. I'm going to have to order me one of those. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I got, yeah, I have, I have one. Yeah. So, um, right. but no, I think it's, you know, it's, it's all good. It's helping people to feel good about themselves. It's empowering them. It's, it's giving them the courage to change their lives for the better. It's like, why not? You know? So, um, and I, I appreciate your open mind and all of this. Um, and I appreciate your patience with the technical issues we had earlier. So thank you. Um, yes, no problem but, at all. I, I hope to have you on again and maybe I can, you know, I'm going to do some more researching on you. I'm not done researching you yet. So I'm going to do some more okay. reading on you. And, Maybe if I come across something else interesting um, in your work and on your websites and through YouTube videos, I might have to have you on again. We can have a, a little bit of a different conversation about some stuff. Yeah, but that'll be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. I really, I really enjoyed being on here with you as well. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you, Debbie. I really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go for today, but uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.